Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the Beyond Bitcoin Show. Today is February the 23rd, 2020. Strong hand, unconfiscatable. That was yesterday. Now I'm back in LA. Wow. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. Deferral of gratification, conviction, strive for greatness, ambition, avoid mediocrity, principles over practicality. Okay, yes, you're going to hear about it all today. Hello, my elite fit out. So was Boris and UK Bitcoin Master. It was a lot of fun. Hey, the thumbnail for this video currently is me at the unconfiscatable post party with a huge fan. She's a married woman, though, people. Don't go crazy now. But she she watches the show. Her husband is a great guy. I'm not going to say who he is. He's an awesome dude. Um, and I appreciated the story she told me about her fandom. Since you're a fan, I wanted to show one of the pictures you sent to me. It's sideways, whatever. I don't know if you can even see it now or if I'm going to get rid of it and, and show another one. But any, anyway... Uh, also, yesterday's show was not Beyond Bitcoin. We usually do the Beyond Bitcoin show on Saturday. But uh, I was I was in Las Vegas and at Unconfiscatable, and we did a live show at night uh, after the event. And Trace Mayer and American Hoddle were on my show. American Hoddle showed his face. So this is the Beyond Bitcoin show. We're doing the Beyond Bitcoin show on Sunday. So there's a lot to say about Trace Mayer and, and the event and, and, and everything. And we'll talk a little bit about it today. We'll get a little bit into Bitcoin. But Monday's show, we're going to talk about this. People, I am just catching up with all the drama you dudes created on Twitter, okay? Uh, I, let, let's talk about – let's talk. Thursday, I was in Long Beach for an event down there that Gaston and then Long Beach people put on. Robert picked me up. Um, I really appreciate the ride and, and the friendly people that are down there, the people who just came out to Long Beach to see me, hear me speak, uh, fans of the show. It was an awesome experience. Without the positivity, it's going to be, it's going to come back to me. And it really has come back to me by the people who pick me up, who do me favor. I, I, I mean, who, who let me speak down there and, and people telling their personal stories to me. It is amazing. The vibe, the positive vibe. It is a superpower. We're going to talk about that in a second. Uh, Web City in Seattle says, uh, great show yesterday, Bitcoin Meister. Thank you. And he's a friend of mine too. I do the positivity for him. He picked me up in Seattle a few, what was it, back in 28. And we've become great friends here over the internet. Uh, Taval Dacris says, how old is that picture? Dude, did you listen to a word I just said? It's one day old. It's from yesterday. It's from Saturday. The 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 beautiful woman who's a married woman to a great guy. We were had we were at the post party. She came up to me and said how much she loved my show. And um, there was a there was a witness there, and another guy from Michigan who um said he, he's a big fan of the show too. He's a great guy. I got to meet him yesterday. Um, I really appreciate his um support uh from when my father passed away and everything and we, we spoke a little bit about that and it's just a glorious honor to meet people in person who found out about my father from me stories that, I, that i've told on here and this is the personal day right Seth? well it's supposed to be saturdays to be on bitcoin but you get some insider meister information here and i'm telling you guys uh if you bring out that positivity um it, it comes back to you it, it really does and the last few days uh so yesterday so, so, okay, so long. So, I started my fast on Wednesday because you guys know I don't trap. When I travel, uh, I fast, even when dudes are picking me up in cars. By the way, that was the first time I was, Wednesday was the first time I was in a car uh, since December, since I was in Baltimore. And, and that's how I, vo I avoid cars like that. I don't need Ubers. I run, I walk, I take the, the bus, the, the subway last night. I took the red line back home. Someone likes to say, ride that, ride that red line. I say pound that like button for running that riding that rally. But I want to tell you, you guys are interested in how I run this life over here, how I run my life. So I so Thursday night I came back home. Friday I did the beautiful This Week in Bitcoin show. Uh, I went to synagogue on Friday night. And uh, then I, I, I ended up in Las Vegas. I took a bus to Las Vegas. I ended up in Vegas at 2.30 in the morning, okay? Uh, 2.50 in the morning. 
And before then, at the very last minute, you guys remember a few shows ago, I said, hey, I, if someone wants to hang out with me from 2.50 in the morning uh, until 8 in the morning, I'm, I'm free in Las Vegas. Sure enough, uh, a fan of the show for a long time contacts me. He's like, yeah, come to my house. You can, you can take a rest there, and we can have a consultation in the morning. So that's what happened. A great guy, a great fan of this show. Um, who knows how to live the right lifestyle, baby. He minimalizes it. He didn't drive a fancy car to pick me up. He is an awesome dude. We, I, I, went, I slept at, on his couch. Then in the room, I don't care. Spread the word. But it, it, So then I get to the D, and I, I, I see Vortex there in person. I see Juan Galt. Great. Uh, the great American Hoddle was there, who I recognized because I saw him. I had that insider information. I knew what he looked like. But now all of you know what he looks like if you watched yesterday's show. So many people make it a, a big deal out about it. Juan Galt gave me uh, this, the Republica a Boulevard, 20 Boulevards, which is what, what's this worth? A Satoshi? I don't know what this is worth. This is real Venezuelan money for my Venezuelan friends out there. I got it. Thank you, uh, Juan Galt, who's not Venezuelan, but he's awesome. Uh, Juan Galt, it, it's, he is just like he is on the internet, dude. He is a laid back, cool dude, man. We, I had fun. The great dude. He'll, he'll make it on the show. Uh, ugly goat. I, I, I it was a privilege to meet him too. I, I'm forgetting people. I guess we'll talk about it more. Uh, and th that you saw the, the hodl stuff I was wearing yesterday. Uh, that, that, that dude's dude, cool. So anyway, I, I just want to. So, okay, I, I summed up my last – so I haven't eaten. I'm, I'm in – I guess I'm in the 92nd hour of a fast, and it, it took me a while to even get this show prepared because there's so much Twitter drama involved with yesterday's show. People have clipped it and sent it out, and it, you guys can check it out. It's a waste of time. The, the drama is a waste of time. you gotta, you got to be efficient, people. you you got, you got to be in motion, and – we will we will talk about that uh, in a second here. So yeah, give out good vibes. You'll you'll give them back. And if you want if you want the high energy Meister, and everyone says, I, I mean, take my word for it. The guy you see right here is the guy you meet in person. Okay, so I will be in San Francisco. That's my next event. We'll, we'll keep it positive, dude. We will keep it. And I know a lot of people say to me, "I watch your channel just because you have a positive attitude." That's great, dude. I, I'm I'm glad I can do that. I'm glad I can do that for people and. Uh, because there are a lot of people, they look at the dark side of things. And Rock Ape 73 says, is Trace the MWC whale buying everyone's bag? If yes, thanks, Trace, for the free Bitcoin. Well, guys, um, it looks like there is a chance that the entity that I have been describing all along might be Trace Mayer. This is unbelievable news. Um, and and I, we'll talk about it tomorrow, I guess. You, you gotta understand. So I got back. So 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 I go to the post party last night. Uh, the 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 scammies were pretty funny, pretty funny stuff. I mean, I'm sure some of you watched it. You know, it, it's Gracie and Thomas. Do, to, I was on Thomas's show. Jimmy Song was on it with me. It was a good time. Check out WCN for for that. But so right after the post party last night, I walk down. I get on a bus, take it back to LA. I'm back here at five thirty in the morning. I get on the red line, the subway. That, I mean, my, some of you guys, oh, why don't you take an Uber or a plane or whatever? You've got this Bitcoin. No, I'm saving that. The homeless to escape the cold. So I get back here at six in the morning, seven in the morning. Uh, well, I, I don't know what time I got back here. It was, I walk it on Hollywood Boulevard on the Walk of Fame to get back here on the good part near La Brea. And it's, it's surreal, man, because you, you, you know, in popular culture, you, you see all the names that are down there. And I'm walking there, six, five thirty in the morning, the sun's coming up. That was six by then. Yeah, because we, we got back. Yeah, by the way, the Flix bus, you know, if you want a Flix bus review, the drivers, oh man, he skipped the stop <laughs> and he had to go back. And they are they're talking about other drivers that have destroyed other buses. Not totally totaled them, but messed them up. So yeah, Flixbox is not not as high quality as Megabus or Volt Bus. I, I I saw it again, but I slept off it all on the bus last night. And so I had to once I finally got back here to where I'm staying, my Airbnb and lovely uh, off of La Brea here in the Orthodox neighborhood. I do what I usually do in the morning. I put on the tefillin and then I, I went to sleep though. And so I don't wake up till one in the afternoon. And, and now I feel good. I feel great. I can I can really don't feel the fast. And but I needed sleep. You need you need to get that sleep. I really did need to get a good a good night's sleep or good after. And so then I turn on the computer finally. 
and I see everyone's going crazy about the video that that went out yesterday. Saturday's video is like legendary all of a sudden. But the funny thing is most people haven't even watched the whole thing. And you can tell that they've only uh, watched the clip that uh, Matt O'Dell uh, tweeted out or whatever, whatever everyone's saying about it. People don't, haven't even watched the whole darn thing. Uh, so, I, you know what, people, it's always good to watch. I, I say this all the time, you know, read the full articles, watch the full videos. Just don't watch the little clips because you, you get the whole thing there. So that that's that's a little bit of the Meister lifestyle. And so now, now the fast will come to an end eventually. Uh, I got to do this. And I actually have to run a little bit more. I haven't got my 20 miles in yet. So that, that'll be a little controversial this on you. I got to run like one mile basically. Uh, but uh, I, I feel great, and uh, I love you know doing an over seventy-two hour fast. Supposedly, it uh, resets your resets your immune system. So everybody that saw me yesterday, it was well, it was over, it was over seventy-two hours already yesterday when people were hanging out with me, and you can see the energy. You can see the energy level now, baby. So for those of you who say, "Oh, does a fast make you sick? Does a fast do?" No, a fast makes you awesome. All right, now, um, and I just you know. Andy Hoffman, Andy Hoffman wasn't there, obviously. Vor, Andy Hoffman, Vor, Vortex, Trace, Tone. These are all people in the Bitcoin space, okay? And you got to say this four dudes that I just met. They're, they're all different, but I like them all. And that is being a Bitcoiner. When you can just say, you know what? I'm going to – I met Andy Hoffman in person. He is a personal friend of mine, okay? When you And, and all these people are ripping on Andy Hoffman for whatever. It, it's uh, the fun. It's so negativity. He's my friend. He's my friend. So, so you say what you're going to say. Um, Vortex is my friend. I, I love seeing him in person and everything. He's a great guy. Trace uh, is we, we're great. I mean, I mean, we're very friendly. I mean, what are we? I, 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 I got, I, you know, I know him pretty well. He's a businessman. He is a business. What is he? Is he trying to destroy Bitcoin? Is he an evil villain or whatever? He is. I, I, he's not. No, he's no villain. He's not. I mean, people are trying to say bad things about Trace. Trace has given me nothing but respect, baby. Trace has given me nothing but respect. I Trace is a true Bitcoiner. Trace can do whatever he wants to in this space. I can do whatever I want to in this space. Andy Hoffman can do whatever he wants to in this space. Tone Bays can do what Tone Bays doesn't like anything to do with altcoins, okay? Do I agree with Tone all the time? No, Tone is a great guy. Tone is a great guy. Hanging out, seeing him yesterday. He was so busy yesterday. Thank you, Tone Bays, for putting on that event, okay? So, you know, people love to... Uh, live vicariously through these uh, characters in the in the uh, in the crypto world or whatever. No, come on, go your own way, people. Get your own Bitcoin. Do it your own way, and that's being a true Bitcoin. And when you can say, "This dude's my friend. I'm hanging out with this dude, this guy," and, and get to, and really get to know the people. People just love to scapegoat. And you know, if Trace says something controversial, all of a sudden Trace is the devil. Trace, is, he's the devil. I mean, for what I mean, for what some people are saying out there, it, it, it's unbelievable. Dude, if you don't if you don't have one Bitcoin and you're you're angry that Trace got a lot of Bitcoin and and, and you know, I don't fully know what happened yesterday, okay? I wasn't handed any pieces of paper. I know Trace came on my show, okay? Uh, and and Trace has a lot of Bitcoin. There's no doubt about that. So when he's talking about uh, you know keeping things private and he talked about he said the North Korean thing yesterday. By the way, the person who asked that question, dude, you started a whole big thing, didn't you, uh, Roman Q? Uh, and we'll talk. We'll talk about that that yesterday. But I've said this many times. If if you're going to be um, part of living in the Bitcoin overlay, is that and understanding what Bitcoin is freedom. What that really means is that you can be friends with whoever you want to. You can say whatever. You, you don't have to worry about being canceled. Trace Bear doesn't worry about being canceled. If you want to cancel, go ahead. Try to cancel him. Try to cancel me. Try to cancel American Hoddle. American Hoddle is on the show or, or whatever. And I, I understand. Giacomo is. Uh, it appears he's a little angry or, or, or he's he, – I love Giacomo too. I, I, I love Giacomo too. And I think uh, we'll see what's going on here. It, it, it's it's really interesting. As all of you have known all along, these these crypto dividends, I said Trace is always he, – he, he knows that you get these things for free and then you sell them. And I have always left it at that. This is a great way to become a Bitcoin holder. You get the crypto dividends for free, and then you uh, you sell them for Bitcoin. Now, you know, all of you know, I have said many times that buying this stuff is insane. And I have said that the, who, the entity that is buying it is insane. I don't agree with that. So if that ends up being Trace, if Trace ends up being the, the guy that bought up all the MWC, I don't agree with that. I do not agree with that. I, I don't think that is a good idea. He's a... But you know Trey's got a lot of Bitcoin, so he's going to do what he's going to do. So the person with the attitude that said Rock Ape is thinking the right way. He's got the positivity here. 
is Trace the MWC whale buying everyone's bag? If yes, thanks, Trace, for the free Bitcoin. Yes, Trace, if you bought out everybody's bag, thank you. Thank you for doing that. Now, uh, there's a little more to this. Uh, obviously, if he was handing out things yesterday that we could talk about that later. I, I don't know. I woke up at one in the afternoon today, people. What a lifestyle. That's the Bitcoin overlay where you could go travel Vegas, Los Angeles, walk up and w- wake up at one in the afternoon, baby. I'm living it, baby. I am living it and I'm going to go running and it'll be, it'll feel nice to eat. But uh, okay, let's see. Surfer Jim. There, there's a guy I met yesterday. Hopefully you get Trace back on to uh, on for his take. Yeah, I mean that, and that's the best thing. Let's get the take. From the horse's mouth. Let's see what he's saying. Let's let's see what he's saying. Roman Q says, all I want to know is it worth paying a bit more from an ATM? Roman Q, you start. <laughs> this is the thing. This is why you guys should be in motion. Roman Q, his little innocent question has seemed to has sparked tremendous controversy. So that's why I say be in motion, people. If you just do, instead of complaining and screaming and do, do something, ask questions, do things. You never know what your little spark is going to start. What, what a world, the butterfly effect, right, people? The butterfly effect. You can make a huge difference in this world. And, and that question uh, has made a huge difference in this world. Oh, man, what, what an adventure to see. Bitcoin to the moon says, uh, Bitcoin Meister brings the positivity and the uh, and in motion to Bitcoin. Strong hand, pound that like button. Dude, Bitcoin to the moon is great. And, you know, I met you in person too, man. And you have sent me shirts over time. You give it out, it comes back to you. And thanks, guys. Thanks all the people who give me shirts. All the I got this one from my buddy up in uh, Philadelphia when he put out on the event in 2018, which was a great event. And... Uh, you know, I, I, thanks for for clothing me, uh, all my all my fans out there. I love these shirts. I got even more shirts now. I got new running shirts. Uh, you guys are awesome. You guys are awesome. I, I, I can say I, I'm not going to read a comment in there. Someone says a uh, uh, someone has a Litecoin question. It's just unbelievable that some people still don't get the show. <laughs> all right, all right, but that's awesome. That's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, I, I'm not going to say what the dude said. And here we go. Here's a, a, a quote. I don't even, I forgot who said this. Okay. I'm sorry. It's a great, I'm sure a lot of people have said stuff like that. Who said this? Uh, but I, I wrote this down before all this drama and all this stuff started. Um, you can't be angry and curious at the same time. How about that people? So for all the people getting angry, it stifles, it stifles your curiosity. It, st- it stifles your progress. So if you ever get angry, you know, get over it. And then you, because curiosity brings so much into your life. It brings learning into your life. It makes you a better person. So you can't be angry and curious at the same time. I wish I knew who said that. I I, I wish I did. That's an awesome one. And so, yeah, yesterday's video, American Hoddle showed his face for all you fancy sets and graphics people who get off. We know, oh, I finally saw him. And then there are all these people ripping on him and stuff. He's a big dude. He's like 6'1". You wouldn't say that to his face. All you Twitter warriors out there, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. And he's he's taking a good – he's got a good perspective on it. He, he, he's joking around. He's a big guy. He's a big guy. I mean, that's that's it. Um, but people are ripping on, oh, you're, you're ugly or whatever they're saying. He's, he's, he's got a wife and a kid, and uh, I mean, he's a great guy. He's, he's, he's a great guy. So, I mean, people talk big. They try to bring people down. Give him credit. He showed his face. Do you guys that are ripping, ripping on him on Twitter show your face? No. Um, but <laughs> thing here for all you people, you know, I've talked, I've talked about the MWC crypto dividend for, for some, some, some time. And now it's obviously what, what happened yesterday. It's pretty big news. Um, and there's one thing that you cannot deny here. People, you cannot deny it. When I say you get Bitcoin insider information here, you do, you do. There's no denying it. You all known about this MWC thing for a while. And now everybody knows about it. And perhaps Trace Bear, that he was buying it the whole time or something like that for, for, all, for, for all we know here. And you guys knew about it for so long. And so many of you did the right thing and just know, you know, you get something for free, you turn it into Bitcoin, okay? And it, it's, a, it's a great, so many people don't know about the, the crypto dividend aspect of Bitcoin, but you guys do. And uh, th- there's no denying. And you get the insight, you get the, the first uh, pictures of American HODL, if that's really uh, insider information for you. But, but but going back to this crypto dividend stuff, it's it's really insider information. And now people, it's it's big controversy, you know, that trade. You've known about MWC for a while. You've known about this for so long on this show, man. 
since last freaking year. Uh, so that's that's a, a, a positive thing you guys can derive from uh, spending your time playing these shows at 2X and everything. It, it's, it's more than a, my sayings that I say at the beginning of the show, it's it's real, man. You you get the insider information here. And no fancy set graphics. You're not going to see... Uh, you're not gonna. You're not gonna be entertained with guys saying right going to a million. No, you're not gonna get that here. You're, you're gonna get real stuff. Uh, all right, all right, all right. So, so let's move on here. And yeah, I got over 1,600 videos at disruptmeister.com. If you have the time to watch the uh, and learn from the archives, I can tell you uh, that that you will. All right. So we we did really get Bitcoiny in there. So all you guys who only watched this for Beyond Bitcoin stuff, uh, fast forward through that. Now you're at the uh, Russia trying to help Bernie. Oh, what's going on? It's it's such a joke, dude. I don't like Bernie Sanders or anything like that. Okay, but uh, the government, the government, or someone says uh, some some aspect of the government has found out that some Russian entities are doing something where they like Bernie, and maybe they're buying more ads on Facebook. It's ridiculous. It's not influencing people. It. it, it People are so Russia crazy. I mean, Putin must be laughing his butt off. He can do one little thing and it triggers people inside the government. And so so the mainstream liberal government worker or whatever doesn't like Bernie Sanders. They don't like the, the president. They don't like Bernie Sanders. I don't know who they like. But if they got a chance to do Russia FUD and, and the mainstream media, they are going to go with this Russia FUD. I can't believe anyone gets triggered by this stuff anymore. It's such a joke. Who cares? Go ahead, Putin. Buy ads on Facebook. Make us richer. But bring money into our economy. You're not. Russia is nothing. How many times do I have to say this? Russia is nothing. The Russians want to move to Israel. They move to Israel. They pretend to be Jewish and move to Israel. What's that say? They don't even like Jewish people. And they're Russians trying to do this. I've talked about this on the show so many times. But th they must be getting a kick out of this. I mean, they really must be getting a kick out of this. So <laughs> Bernie Sanders briefed by U.S. officials that Russia is trying to help his presidential campaign. Then you see on Twitter, they're like, Bernie knew, Bernie knew. And he looks like a hypocrite too, because he made, he did, you know, say that Russia was trying to help Russia. And he's like, no, if I become president, Russia will never be able to interfere again. Interfere? What's interfere? They've done nothing. They, they buy ads on Facebook or something. Who cares? It's just an election. I think they should be able to buy. I think they should be able to do anything they want to in our election. We try, we spend, the United States of America spends billions interfering in every single election. Who cares? Let people think for themselves. Personal responsibility is new counterculture. I don't see how they can get tricked by Russians. You, you're like, well, oh, I like Trump now. I'm not, I'm no longer a, uh, a communist. I like Trump because Russia bought an ad, paid Mark Zuckerberg two cents for an ad that I never saw. I mean, it's so it's so ridiculous. These people wasting their time worrying about Russia and, and just go, oh my God, Russia, Russia, Russia. They are so weak. We, United States of America is the greatest country in the history of mankind, most powerful, most wealthiest. They can do nothing to change anything here. Not, well, they can launch a nuke, but they're not going to do that. Okay, they don't want the world. That they're not that crazy. They still have those things, but supposedly those are falling apart too. It is wacky and wild, but it is kind of funny that, that now there's this infighting for the people that were calling Russia the Trump a Russian slave or whatever. Now they're calling Bert their own, and it, it just get off. The, get, it's a waste of your times if you're a liberal, if you're conservative, or whatever. Who and some people are just using it as they think it's such a team sport to them. This Democrat versus Republican thing. That they're just, they know it's fake and they're just putting it out there. They're saying it uh, more and more and more. But uh, yeah, there's there's Twitter threads saying, Bernie knew. I saw, it's popping up. I, I, I look at it, but it's, it's just, pop, it's, it's a waste of my time. I shouldn't even have spent one second on it. But I just want to, I wanted to put it out there. Oh, it's called democratic socialism. Democratic socialism. No, you've always been a communist, dude. Don't, don't hide from it. Don't hide, Don't try to bring out your Jewish roots too because you're a self-hating Jew. You're the worst of the worst of the self-hating Jews, Bernie. But hey, do it. I'm going to keep it positive. Keep on doing what you're doing there, Bernie. It's There'll be riots in Milwaukee probably. That'll be fun for the dudes in Milwaukee. Uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Crypto Angels sent up. So that, that's drama. That's a waste. That's a soap opera. It's a soap opera, guys. 
Uh, and and we, we have drama in the crypto space too. And I, I was talking about this. So don't waste your time on any of the drama. I just gave you a nice summary and my, my thing on it. Crypto Angels, who was great to hang out in Long Beach. Check him out on Twitter, Crypto Angels. Check him out on YouTube. Um, he says, smash that like button. He sent $2 in the super chat. Roman Q said, I never thought it was possible but Putin is a better troll than Udi. Pound that like button. <laughs> that is great. He is. Putin, Putin is, a, is a better – hey, you know, I don't like Putin at all. He doesn't like – I can tell you he doesn't like my people very much, uh, uh, my, my religion. He's no fan of that stuff, I'm, I'm pretty sure. I, I, don't, I don't know what he's exactly uh, – I'm not scapegoating anyone. He's no fan of Adamaister, probably. I, I, let, let's, let's just say that. But it is funny uh, what he's doing here to, to, to make people paranoid. My, my lord. And it's probably not even him. It's probably like a bunch of 18-year-olds now in russia that are like hey man we stole some uh big we scammed some bitcoin from some people and now we're gonna buy some ads on uh facebook and, and twitter and just try to freak these americans out even more it really could be it really could be just a bunch of kids in russia or ukraine or eastern europe that are just doing all these buys and it it, it triggers something and some a government bureaucrat is like oh look there's more inter interference interference Let's tell. Let's leak it to our media friends so they can hurt the people in politics we don't like. Like, it's so funny, and that there are people, there are liberals in America, and conservatives that are just spending so, smart people who are like trying to analyze. Oh, it's it's it's, a, it's horrible that Russia is interfering in their election, dudes. People don't. It's an election. It's not like uh, it's not like you're having a kid or something like that. It's not like you've produced a no, new human being. It, it's it's funny, you know. Yesterday was the caucus in Los in, in in Nevada. Only thing I saw were big Tom Steyer ads that he wasted money on, and that's great for him. Let the billionaire contribute to the economy. Found that like fun. And I really and I I heard Bernie won. I don't even know much about it yet. I don't care. Uh, okay, Steel Horse said, "Being a pretty frugal guy, do you buy expensive running shoes?" Yes, and I have mentioned that before. I do buy the best Asics. Uh, but I, I do much research. I buy them uh, from Amazon or eBay, like the older models of the best ones. They're people who, I guess, have access to shoe stores, to the, the, the display ones that no one, like someone might have tried on once or something. And so they're brand new. And you, and this is, this is a tip for people who want to spend on shoes. Instead of going out to the mall or whatever and spending $150, $180 for these ASICs, Weights, well, get the older model that was displayed somewhere already that doesn't come in the box. Or you can buy it from China. That's kind of risky, though. So, yeah, I get mine for like 60 bucks and stuff. But I buy the best ones. I, 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 buy, I buy the best ones. And, and sometimes it just depends. Sometimes it's close to $80 or $90 or whatever. But you, you got you to gotta get the best shoes for your feet. Or if you damage your shoes, damage your feet. It, I mean, then you can damage your legs, and, and as you get older, that's that's bad. That that's really bad. You don't want to have bad legs. So I I, I buy the best running shoes possible. Asics Nim, Nimbus Gel. They're called Asics Nimbus Gel. If, if you want to know, and that's what I wear. Once they get old, those become my regular shoes. So if you saw me yesterday, that's what I was wearing. But those aren't the ones I run with anymore. I've shown them before. Pound that like button. Okay, so we're talking about Russia and, and Bernie. I just think it's, it's a funny joke now. And, and Trump and, and Russia and anybody in Russia, Russia, Russia. Okay, we spent a lot of time on that. Moving on. This is from WebDev Mason. Oh, it's getting dark outside now. Man, This I'm really falling behind. This, this might become a, a longer than 95-hour fast. Web, but hey, this is conviction. I do a new show here every day. And I had to get the Beyond one in. So... The web dev Mason says the glee with which some people convulse when an overhyped company flounders or fails, not for fraud or mismanagement, but because it was trying something very hard, fumbled a launch or ran too long on a bad assumption speaks volumes. I agree. There are so many people out there that sees, see a sees a corporation that tried to do something and they weren't corrupt at all, but they failed. And then they're like, ha you see, down with that corporation. And that's what people have been wishing upon Tesla, but they haven't gotten that. So, so I agree. Um, it speaks volumes about the people um, that, that have to rip one. Ha ha, I see. They tried something new. They tried to innovate and they failed. And ha, they're failures and I'm not. Eh, not exactly, dude. Keep it positive. Conservative economics. This is a term that is being used that Yaron Brook talks about on the show that Senator Josh Hawley of Missouri is, is and, and some other dudes are, 
are, are putting out there that Trump really has brought to the to the uh, out to the people that people have interpreted. They've come up, you know, what, what Trump has done. He he wants well, interfering with economics as as a liberal almost would to to help the people, to help the working class. And Orrin Cass has a National Review article about it: the return of conservative economics. And and now the Trump has uh, let's forget about the Trump part of it, okay? But because people have built on the atmosphere that Trump has created, to as conservatives, they're worried about income inequality now. And and I have said this on the show that is that's just a way to to get people angry and to get people jealous. So what if someone's making more money than you, okay? So what if someone's a trillionaire and you're not? You. Fix yourself. You move to a better opportunity. You find a better opportunity. But this conservative economics is about bringing up income inequality and saying that the government needs to make things more fair for the working class. And and, and they they have like a religious aspect to it, a a morality. It's the right thing to do. It's the right thing that people – and Tucker Carlson has talked about this. You know, People shouldn't have to leave their towns. If, if a town, if the one business in the town goes out of business, then we should find a way to support. The government should prop up that business. We, the government should bring new businesses, should bring new opportunities there. No, that's not that's interfe- This is like Bernie Sanders. It sounds like Bernie Sanders. It's, it's management of the government. So the conservative economics that Oren Cass is talking about, that Josh Hawley is talking about, that Yaron Brook is ripping on in this video. Yaron Brook is absolutely right. It's it's Bernie Sanders type of stuff. It's it's, it's interfering. So you got to call it both ways. If the conservatives are are are, uh, are are doing this income inequality thing, then call it out. And and same thing with the. I don't believe in it. Anyone doing it. All right. Maybe I should turn the light on in here. I don't know what's it what's it look like. I hate I hate that light. Uh. Let me see something here. What's 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 this? What's that? Oh God, no! Oh God, look at look at my look at me. You see, it gives this white glare to my face. I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not handling that. I'm not handling that. Look at that. Now that's better. Yeah, fancy set. Even Adam's getting in the fancy sets of graphics. <laughs> All right, yeah. Pound that like button. A lot of you've been pounding. Keep on asking questions. Uh, yeah, I I do want to run soon, but uh, okay, and eat soon. Do my cold shower every day that I eat. I do a cold shower. Robert Hardbeck's in there. He says Sockney. Yeah, we were talking about the other that the other day, Robert, in person. You go. There, there are a lot of good shoes. It's you know you gotta you gotta figure it out on your own. Once you figure out what what which running shoe is for you, then you can order it online over and over again and, and save a lot of money. So conservative economics. That's a new trend that you're going to hear about. Uh uh-uh, uh Not down with it. Let. Don't let the government interfering bad on any level. So a lot of you guys know that Yuval Noah Harari, he's a controversial figure. I do learn a lot. I love that concept of, you know, he people believe in certain stories. I do not agree with him on his – he's kind of got a down outlook sometimes. Like, oh, the climate change is going to ruin everything. He spoke at, on a panel at Davos. Ooh, conspiratorial Davos. It's linked to below. You can watch the whole thing. Now, I didn't like this video at all. I'm sharing it because uh, the Glenn Whale, Glenn Wheel guy is there. And actually, Vitalik Buterin likes Glenn Wheel. And they, they have that movement, the radical markets movement, which I'm, I'm against. But the panel is so freaked out about uh, climate change, okay, that they, they're talking, they just they're obsessed with labor unions and making sure that AI doesn't get rid of labor unions. And, and they don't realize that AI is gonna bring make work so much easier for people, okay? And people can be paid in ways other than money, too. They're gonna be able to be compensated in so many ways. You the working man has had to work so physical physical labor, picking corn and cotton and everything. Now you're going to be able because of AI. We're regular people are going to have to teach the AI too. So some people are going to be paid money just to sit at their house all day and click on things. I mean, this is the golden age we are entering. But they're worried about the unions and the working man won't be able to get jobs anymore. They they want to use force to regulate AI to stifle innovation. 
and they don't get this is such an exciting time. They're being party poopers. Uh, and I, I get a lot of them are intertwined with unions and everything. I, I get it. You got to look out for your friends. I, I mean, do what you're going to do. This is where the big boys play. Uh, but they, the, these people will be paid better than hard labor people. Okay. But they're paranoid that no, 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 they're going to be, everyone's going to be taken advantage of it because of AI that we're not going to have the old, uh, labor union jobs anymore. So clearly it, it's all, it's all going to be people being ripped off. No. People are going. Corporations are going to want to pay people for for what they can do. Okay, let let's see how it happens. Not 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 try to stifle it before it happens. But Yuval Noah Harari. I mean, he's not as extreme as some of these people. But watch it yourself. Get the vibe. It's a very interesting vibe that you get from this. Like, why are you guys so darn worried? We're entering a golden age. I mean, well, they, I guess their jobs depend on union unions or something. And so, one of them's a bureaucrat from from Brussels. From and it's God, they just don't get. I mean, they, their whole life is about government interference. And when they see something so revolutionary, that's what they think they got to do. Let, let's get a government inter. You can still have your unions in the time of AI. Okay, go ahead, try to unionize. But they want the government to force union. Okay, so uh, I, I, I'm I am loving it, dudes. I am loving this AI. You know, even from this from this panel, which is a bunch of paranoid people, I just started thinking to myself, "Wow, man, just people that aren't that intelligent are going to be able to sit in these cushy jobs at their houses and just click on things to teach the AI." That's great. Maybe it'll open the door for people. You know, Jordan Peterson says people under 85 IQ can't even work real jobs. But maybe this, I see it that maybe the, these, this AI economy, they'll be able to do some things to teach the AI. Okay, maybe I got a, I got a positive outlook. The more technology that has come to this world, the better lives that we've had. So I think it can improve for, for all levels of people. Roman Q says, did you – and so watch it yourself, guys. It's, it's very interesting. No secret Davos. It's, it's all out there. I mean they're not hiding anything. Did you have an interesting Beyond Bitcoin conversation at Unconfiscatable? I mean, I, I talked to some people about a lot of different things at Unconfiscable. This is beyond Bitcoin. We're this is the beyond Bitcoin conversation. But I, I, I talked to people about other subject matters, uh, other other than Bitcoin. There were people talk, asking me about women. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, you should get you should get you should get married. They see you know, there's some traditional people. Someone brought that up to me. Someone brought, no, no, and I and I said again. You know, I want to. I'd love to have a son one day, but I, I don't want to have a wife. I've, I've had plenty of women in the day and everything like that. And I said, in this golden age, we're going to enter. Maybe I will be able. And I said, I'm in no rush. I said I could be like Anna Nicole Smith's husband. He was 90 when he bought her, and uh, so you know, I'm in, I'm in no rush uh, to do it and everything. And and the guy, the, the the guy said, yeah, I think I've heard you mention that on the show before, Adam. So, all right, what was the male female ratio at Unconfiscatable? Says Rock Ape. Well, if you watch yesterday's show, I actually said, I think I said that it was higher than usual. It might have been 10 percent women instead of five percent women. And there were some. There was, a, you know, you know who was there uh, wearing three different outfits, going from one outfit to another. The the hostess of the the, the I am not, I mean I don't really know her at all. Tone's friend. Um, I don't I don't know her at all. I she's she's a pretty woman, uh, and uh, she was there, and she uh, was in three different outfits. Uh, had to switch outfits three times, I guess. You know how it is. So so and, and there were some thirsty guys there. Uh, definitely some thirsty dude, of course. But th there were some great women there too. And uh, there were there were a lot of great women there. You know, speaking of women too, at uh, a great women, Joanne Cantu, I met at uh, on on Thursday. I said I was going to meet. I was going to mention her on Sunday, but I'm really going to mention her on Monday. But she's in motion. She owns SaltGirlClothing.com. What an interesting person. She uh, she's Jones. I'll call her Jones Act Joanne. Uh, the Jones Act. I think some of you know. It, it complicates uh, imports into uh, – it, it complicates getting uh, materials into Hawaii okay, and Alaska. And so she goes on a boat. She's one of the few women on a boat, a huge boat that brings shipping containers full of uh, everything you can imagine from California to Hawaii. Okay, And if there was no Jones Act, this would not exist. So and so on, on her journey, before she goes on her journey, she downloads a bunch of my videos and she she watches them. She's she's only been in the Bitcoin since October, but she's really into it. And so I said, you know, I'll give you a plug because you want to incorporate Bitcoin into your uh, into your business. 
So it's, it's, it's linked to below. I'll, I'll bring her up again. But what an interesting, you meet so many interesting people. A, a woman who is on one of these huge shipping containers. She says, I, I said, what's the percentage of women? Women, very, very few, very few, lower than Bitcoin. It's lower than Bitcoin, but good for her. She gets to go back from California to, to Hawaii, like often. It's a very good route. Apparently all the dudes on these uh, big shipping ships that, that they want to be on that route. It, it's fun. I mean, you can imagine California to, to Honolulu must be a lot, lots of good, good scenery there. And I'm glad she's learning about Bitcoin uh, on the way over. And I said, I'd give her a plug. She's in motion. Pound that like button. Um, what is, uh, but, but, but it, it, again, you don't need beautiful women to make a, uh, a conference. Great. Okay. You don't need that. It was, it was a great time on Saturday. It was a great time on Saturday. Uh, and of course at the bar afterwards, my, the bar tendresses in Las Vegas, they, they all, they all dress like strippers. I assume they are all strippers. It, it, it's, it might as well be a strip joint that the, the amount of nudity is being shown. And this was a, it was a fun, it was called the nerd. It's not a strip joint. It was just a, you know, it's a place where people hang, but my Lord, my Lord, were those, were those women dressed like strippers? Can't you, all, all the, all the 80 percenters here that buy the altcoins because the strippers tell them to, they would love, they would have loved the scenes at the, uh, at the, uh, was the scammies yesterday at the nerd? They, they love that stuff. Okay, don't value wealth in Bitcoin, not women. Value wealth in Bitcoin. All right, we talked about a think spot real quick. You heard me. I got invited to think spot. It's not too cool right now. It's just like a blog, and James Alter is on it, and he like uses his like old material. So if everyone is going to bring their old material that you can get other places and it's not an exclusive spot, then why would anyone want to go to ThinkSpot? Now, I think some people are creating original uh, material with it, but I'm just giving you my review real quick. Um, and I gave it the other day also um, when I was, you know, I, I was talking about how James Ulicher basically admitted that all those videos, he knew all those videos he was making about cryptocurrency were annoying. And then he became depressed when people started hating him. Um, but I mean, this is where the big boys play. I mean, he, when you when you're making yourself admitting that you're making yourself look like a scammer just to get attention, and that's what he admitted. Um, I mean, you get what you paid for there, dude. Uh, but so he's on ThinkSpot. I, it, I don't know. Jordan Peterson's obviously been sick lately, so you know he has a drug addiction problem that he's trying to get off of. So maybe ThinkSpot's not being maintained very well. It's still in beta. I, I, so some others of you, it's not that great. Right now, we'll see how it progresses. I, but like people want reviews of it. There's your review. Uh, okay, I talked about the 95-hour fast. I talked about uh, Joanne there and Salt Girl Clothing. Uh, I, I do want to mention, just putting this out there, there could be more YouTube issues for for Bitcoiners. You know, getting random uh, strikes here and there. The, the algorithm. Uh, there's some stuff going on. I can tell. So don't be, don't go crazy. They're not picking on the, the Bitcoiners. There's just, the algorithm is on the loose again. And it, it's picking up certain words of, of certain people. This is what you get on YouTube. This is what you get with algorithms. This is why they got to be trained better by people in the future in the golden age. Okay, there's a, there's a positive take on it. So should Bloomberg exist? That was uh, something that I heard. Uh, someone legitimately asked him that at a, uh, a debate. Should, should he exist? That's pretty sickening. I mean- you might not like him, but should he be destroyed because he's a billionaire? I mean, billionaires are people too, okay? Uh, and here's here's a related article, related. And so if Bitcoin, if Bloomberg shouldn't exist because he's rich, well, then what is really rich? And are you rich? And then should you not exist because you're rich? So let's get into this right now. This is This is from Eric Voorhees. Nearly everyone in the U.S. that rails against the 1% and wants to tax the F out of them doesn't realize that they themselves are actually the 1%. Why shouldn't government take 50% of their $32,000 salary and redistribute it to those who truly need it? All right, so what's he referring to? If you make over $32,000, you are part of the world 1% in terms of salary. Okay, I know that might be shocking, but it's it's true. Now he was quoting Michael Novogratz, who actually got it a little wrong. Michael Novogratz said the average the average income of the global one percent is thirty two thousand dollars a year. Think about that. That's wrong. 
I, I thought that sounded a little weird. So I did more research and I found a tweet and a link about it. He says, this guy says, you're misquoting Investopedia. $32,000 is the lower bound of the 1%, not average. Okay, and that is a big difference, which could easily be a 10X to 100X that. Uh, we, the, the average could be easily a 10X to 100X that, yes. So don't care about the average. Care about that if you, the lower bound of the 1% of the world is 32%. If you make over 32%, your salary is one of the 1% highest in the world, okay? But it, it, it gets real high eventually in that 1%. Another lower bound for the 1% is a $770,000 net worth for the world. Again, that's wealth. If you have over $770,000 in wealth, if you got a nice big house in, your night, in the United States, basically, you are one of the 1% of the rich of the world. So with all that in mind, and some of those people are uh, supporters of, you know, canceling Bloomberg and all, all these tax schemes, uh, should, should, uh, and, and, should, should we... Should, should, obviously, I'm one of them. Uh, I mean, most people you know in America are are one percent either in salary or holdings in terms of wealth holdings in terms compared to people in the world. Should we exist? Should we exist? Should we? Should everything be taken away? Should we be taxed at fifty percent so my money can be redistributed to somebody in Somalia? Does that sound good? Put that's a perspective you should take on this. I want to go back to Yaron Brook real quick. If you watch Yaron Brook's videos, he brings it back. He's you could simply distill him to this. Be proud of success. And in America, everyone, it, it, that was the vibe of America once. That everyone strived to be great. And if you achieve success, you were proud of it. Now we've got so many people out there with these negative attitudes saying you should be canceled if you're successful. You, you, you shouldn't exist. You should be guilty for being successful and productive. It's a bad, you should be a victim. Hey, man. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. Learn positivity, okay? Learn how it was in the old days. Take personal responsibility and be proud again and be productive and be in motion again. Don't fall into this trap that is that's mainstream culture now. It is is it used to be what Yaron Brook talks about being pre the stuff that Yaron Brook he he gets vilified for the stuff that he says that yeah, people should try to make a lot of money. But what is wrong with trying to make a lot of money? What what's wrong with that? What's wrong with being successful? It's a way of measuring your success. Uh, uh, okay. Los Angeles days. You know, when I wake up early in the morning, so many days in LA, you're like, well, why is it? It's kind of gray out there. It's 7, 6.30 in the morning, 7 in the morning. It's gray. Oh, I'm, I'm worried it's going to rain. And then you, you get back from synagogue and uh, you start to prepare for your run. And still it's, it's 7, it's 8 o'clock. And it's still a little dark. And it's going to be cold today maybe because it's gloomy. Don't fall for it, people. <laughs> Put on that short sleeve shirt, okay? Put on those sunglasses. It gets sunny. That gloom gets you. Then all of a sudden, you're running at 9.30 in the afternoon. The sun is in the morning. It's pounding down. It's light. It's beautiful. It's LA. Don't fall for it. This is sunny Southern California. Sure, once in a while, it might rain. But most mornings, it kind of starts out gloomy in the winter. And the winter, quote unquote. And then, bam! It's sunny. You're happy. You're glad you're not wearing long sleeves because you're sweating with the long with the short sleeves on. So that's a little tip for you and a little bit of uh, what I see in the morning, my mornings here, uh, something that you got to get used to. It, it does start off a little gloomy sometimes, and, and it might even be wet from the evening before, some dew. Don't, don't think it's going to rain. It's not going to rain. It's going to be sunny real soon, dudes, uh, which is very positive. Keeps you in, keeps you in a good attitude. All right. Okay, I'm going to have to skip uh, this. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about children being stuck in government schools next time. Um, that's linked to below, though. And now we're going to go back to Aaron Hoffman. Aaron Hoffman. I've got all these complicated name people I talk about, but I hope you really read their stuff. Summation.net is his blog. I mentioned before, another good story there. Why specific positive feedback is so important. So – this he gets into like the the, the traditional um, office world here with this. If you're a manager, this will probably help you, or if you're a worker. But what I take away from this is this quote. I really like this. Positivity is a superpower. There is something special about positivity. It's the fuel that allows a small group of people to believe they can create something new and change the world as they do it. Positivity is inherent in the yes and mentality that motivates others to keep getting better, 
It's a superpower. Positive feedback is so important because it captures this power and combines it with tangible feedback to help employees and the company as a whole grow. Use it often. Okay, so you gave a little company trip tip out there. But hey, keep it on the – I really like that. I, 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 do, I do really like that. And so re re read the article. Positivity is a superpower, and that's what we were talking about at the beginning of the show. So it, I'm learning that more and more every day. You learn, you learn something every day. Uh, try to learn something every day at least. And some of you are like, well, that's so basic, isn't it? No, I don't think it is that basic. Most people skip that. They, they, get, they become negative Nellies and uh, scapegoaters and everything. That's, that's the default, it says it for now. You got to work for positivity. I think you got to work for it a little bit. Um, I, I guess it's it's easy just to give up. It's easier to give up to, than to be in an emotion. Uh, okay, and I wanted to give just a little insight in my system here. When I'm in LA, since these guys need a, a tenth guy for the minion a lot, I, I, I'm getting up early or six thirty, and I love to get it. I, I mentioned this on the show before. You are much more productive when you get up early. Okay, you, you do you can do a lot more in the morning. And so the synagogue stuff in the morning, being the 10th guy in the minion, that's a real good trick. It helps them up and it helps me out because I'm up, I'm back here before 8 a.m. I'm ready to run, um, ready to check the internet and be back on East Coast time because West Coast we're behind. And that's a, that's kind of a little bit of a disadvantage in many ways. And I'll be, I've been able to do earlier shows here, which I think a lot of you appreciate instead of me doing them in the middle of the night uh, in mountain time. So, so, so there's a little tip uh, that that's part of my schedule here on the West Coast, and I I really help. I hope I can implement it in other places. I've I've sort of done it, but it's the uh, it's the helping up the guys at the synagogue is is the spark that that gets me going. That that's the thing that is that has altered the the system here a little bit. And I really do wish that my system could be like get up at six thirty in the morning every day. It's hard. It, it, it it's it's not hard, but it, it does it has made me more productive and. Uh, I'm having fun, so that, that, that's 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 my little tip of the day. Uh, get up at six thirty morning. Rock Ape says I'm a truck driver with uh, 1.3 billion satoshis. I am I a one percenter? Yeah, you probably are. I, I can't do the math in my head. Nothing wrong with being a one percenter, dude. Pound that like button. Are schools teaching personal responsibility yet? No, no, they're not. I think it's getting worse and worse. And we'll talk about the schools in the next show because I run out of time. All right, it is and it's dark in here. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, Disrupt Meister. Remember to subscribe to the channel, like to do share this video, check out the links below, pound that like and bang that bell button. I'll say hi to you guys real quick in chat before I get out of here. Uh, check out and definitely check out disruptmeister.com and Tech Vault to see all this wildness that's been going on lately. See ya. <laughs>